Welcome to Through Thick and Skin, a podcast about two sisters in business together on a mission to demystify skincare and aesthetic medicine, your online resource for unfiltered truth in a very filtered world. We're your hosts, Erin Jensen and Megan Patterson. You might know us from Instagram, where our business, The Treatment Skin Boutique, has garnered followers through the ever-popular Mondays with Megan Stories series for offering insight on skincare and treatments in an easy-to-understand, candid way. Backed by the expertise of Aesthetic PA, Expert Injector, National trainer and brand builder Aaron Jensen, we are here to drop knowledge, cutting out the bullshit while making you laugh along the way. Welcome to Through Thick and Skin Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Jensen. And I'm Megan Patterson. And we are on episode number 37. Yes. Still in the laundry room. I know. But this is actually my new office-ish. That's It's nice. I have a little yeah. video. It's some great natural light. Yes, it is nice. One day we'll have a podcasting studio, right? I know. Our podcast engineer, Sean, when he came into the new spot, was like, oh, we got like insulation, like sound. <laughs> We're not that level. That's no. like Joe Rogan level where we have like... You know, full-blown, like, insulations and cooling systems that don't make noise. I saw he moved to Austin. Oh, really? Yeah. That's such a Joe Rogan move. Yeah, he moved. Is to move out of California? Yeah, he moved out of California. <laughs> Have you listened to his Kanye episode yet? No, I heard it was boring. It's three hours long. That, just, all of his podcasts are, are really like, long. at least two hours. I know, they are long. And also, I just get long. I mean, I, I start getting bored. I, I'll put him on when I'm, like, taking a long walk, and then I'm like, Yeah. And also, I can't. His ads are super long. His Hello, ads, forward, talk, forward, forward. He talks about a, a razor or something <laughs> that he uses for like eight minutes. So, anyways, well, they probably pay him good, or he owns a company <laughs> yeah, or something. Exactly. Oh gosh. Exactly. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So we're here in Claremont still. Tents are down. Yes. A few weeks. Well, last week. When you hear this episode, it'll be like two or three weeks ago. I'm just. I'm very frustrated with California. I can see why. I'm okay. I don't want to like treatment in Austin. You know, te- I love Austin. Mm-hmm. I think it is so cute. The Texas laws, it is very difficult to open up med spas in Texas, from what I've heard. Also, you know, private jet rides to Texas. It's are close a little like longer. Two or three hours. Oh, versus like Vegas versus or something. Vegas. That's true. Yeah. Well, because yeah, Nevada <laughs> and Texas, like business wise, yeah. you know, they they want they want to they they're like come they on will down. Pay you. They Yeehaw. will. Oh yeah, I worked for a company where the state of Nevada gave. The man I worked for a million dollars to move his company from California to Nevada. Damn. Yeah, I met okay. the I, might, I met the I governor. I think about that. Yeah, because right now in California we have this colored tier system, and we weren't supposed to be able to open inside until we got to the red tier. We're currently in the purple tier. But what did they do last week? They just changed the rules in the purple tier. So like now you can open up. So I'm like these t- tiers don't mean shit anymore. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't mean anything. So for so, people who don't realize, we had straight up like tents, yeah, like party tents we had, in our front yard. Uh, the rules where we had to perform esthetician services outdoors if the county we were located in was in the purple tier, um, which honestly like made no sense. Like how is doing a facial outdoors safer than indoors in a controlled environment with HEPA air purification systems where you can super sanitize everything and keep everyone separate i don't know but whatever that was their rules uh do you know how much those tents those rentals cost us a month three thousand dollars times four shut up twelve thousand dollars a month you're stupid <laughs> i'm just kidding right no you're not and you i know you guys i'm just saying that because i'm her sister yeah i think it's brilliant because guess what you're willing to go to any lengths 
to keep your estheticians employed. Yeah, absolutely. You and, know what I mean? And like, we even asked them, like, do you just want to stay home? And none of them said yes. No. And also you put money in that rental company's pocket because yep. they're not doing as many weddings. They're not doing as many fam- like school functions. So I'm just playing with you. That's yes. not stupid. That's very endear- endearing. Yeah, but it's fucking crazy. I know. Like it's, it's know. hair pulling. But anyways, our grass is dead. I know. But it's very fitting for the time of year. Halloween. Right. Well, it looks we, spooky. We, the dead grass. Let me um, run this past you. We were thinking about just getting those companies that like spray paint your dead grass. Have you seen that before? Like how balding men spray their toupee yes. or like they spray their hair. If you are looks- selling a foreclosed house, you can get someone to come and spray the your dead grass green. We need to resod it, but we were hoping it might come back to life. But we're going to super decorate for Christmas. So I don't know. We're trying to figure just it let out. Us, just leave it. Just, I wouldn't resod it right now before Christmas because you're going to get something ridiculous like a, a snow machine. We are getting a snow I machine. I know you would get a fucking snowboard, snowball fight, like a fake Just You're going to get real snow. Wait. Our Black Friday socially distance event is going to be off the hook. It's going to be so much fun. Cool. Beignet truck. I'll beignet truck? Beignet oh, truck. I, I heard Benihana for some reason. I was like, Benihana has a truck? That'd be so dope. Oh, Benihana's like, you can't do that outside. That sucks. Mm. Like outdoor hibachi. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyways, let's get on topic. Okay. Today, we are going to talk about debunking skin myths. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of just crap out there. So we're going to do a quick run through of bullet points. Do you believe this? Do you not? Is this true? Will it work? Yeah. And then we will set you straight. I pretty much gathered all of these bullet like i've gathered the material from this episode from just clients like mm-hmm. over the years but also um just ones i've heard you know just things i've had to kind of like explain to clients so yeah. having air in the science brain maybe it'll it'll be a little more um penetrative that's a word penetrative it'll pen it will it will hit your noodle if aaron says it and not me because some of y'all when i tell you stuff it just goes through one oh, ear out the other i had someone a few people tell me they loved how you um explained the before and after pictures in your stories the other day oh great now i'm gonna have to do that all the time oh no, but my really, gosh i know i did that because it really helps me from a layman's perspective yeah because you've really trained me. So I love helping people understand. Because, you know, everyone's entitled to comment whatever they want on our Instagrams. Fortunately, we don't have any trolls or haters. But some people will be like, what did she do? Like, I don't notice. And I'm like, you're right. It's really hard to notice. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to break it down for you. And people are like, oh, my God. Like, I never looked at it. Because sometimes people think it needs to be super obvious. Yes. But then they're like, I don't want it to be obvious. I want it to be subtle. It's like, then what do you want, girl? What do you want? So um, thank you guys that for appreciating yeah. my story. Do you know what that's called? It's building your aesthetic eye. I, I have an aesthetic eye. You do have an aesthetic eye. Not everyone does. That's what makes a good injector. Not like qualifications, what, are but you if they to have an aesthetic eye. Now? No. No. <laughs> no way. 95? You couldn't you couldn't pay me all the money in the world to inject. <laughs> I am sorry. Leave it to me. Leave yes. it to me. Okay. <laughs> okay. So let's get um into it. This kind of we kind of touched about this in our last episode. Um, the first skin myth I want to talk to you about, Aaron, is that Cosmolon, which is our uh, most intensive fortified peel, uh, the results from the Cosmolon last forever. No, that's false. It is false. Yeah, that's Your brown a myth. spots will come back. That's Girl, like a horrible they don't want to hear that. Right? They don't want to hear Wait. that. I know. Be- people don't want to hear that you have no. to continuously work at something. And even still, it's not perfect. Even if you are perfect at trying to stay out of the sun, wearing sun protection. So here's an example. Say I wore my like bluestone sun shield into this office right now and I put on sunscreen in the morning and we're sitting in this room next to a sliding glass door 
what what's happening right now. UV I'm, rays. I'm having UV rays on my face right yeah. now, even though you think you're indoors with sunscreen, mm-hmm. it's not hundred percent protective Yeah. Uh, with uh, pigmentation and melasma. I give people these stats. Cosmolon, it works great. It works really well in about 80 to 90% of patients. It works spectacular. Like it is amazing results. Game changing. 10 to 20% of patients. It's unimpressive. So if you're in that 10 to 20%, it sucks. It's a bummer. Such a bummer. You paid all this money. But what you have to do is that at that point for that subset, we have to dig a little bit deeper. Okay, do we need to work on other things? There's actually an oral medication, oral transexamic acid that mm-hmm. you can use to help pigmentation. It's actually a, a medication we use to for blood conditions. So you taking oral medication, looking into your hormones, like there's a lot more that goes into it, but there is a chance you spend $900, you peel for a few weeks and you don't, and your pigmentation does not look better. Mm -hmm. What you have to see beyond that is that it's going to help improve your skin tone and texture. Mm -hmm. So you, you are going to have more glowing skin, but you still might have the brown spots. That is a possibility. And there is no money back guarantee. Like this is medicine. So seriously, I mean, I posted on, on a, I posted on the through thick and skin podcast IG about like price matching. You know, we talked about in a previous episode, like we are not selling tires. We are not selling, you know, like the money back guarantee. Yes. Like this is like you said, the variables. Yes, it is. It is. What are you doing at home? You know what I mean? Like you can say all day long, like I pretty much drink SPF and I I don't know what happened. Girl, we saw you at brunch without a hat on mm-hmm. last weekend in your stories, partying, yeah. wasted. Yes. So you can't come, you know what I mean? There's a lot of factors. But no one's perfect. I'm not no, perfect. I'm like, not perfect either. Like I have melasma and I do everything, but you know, I drive in my car with, uh, with just sunglasses on. Like having sunscreen is not enough alone. So you just have to understand like you're, no one's going to live perfectly. So just accept it. Mm-hmm. So say you are in that 80% of people have spectacular results. Okay. Say your melasma gets 90, 80, 90% better. Your pigmentation is going to creep back over the next few months. You know, if you're in summertime, you're outdoors, but it typically is never going to get as bad as it was before you did the Cosmolon peel. So say you get 80% better and then over summertime, now you're back to like 30% better. You're going to be doing a Cosmolon once a year to maintain your results, but you're never going to be as bad as it was. And you're also, your skin's going to look smoother and fresher. And we're going to educate you on products to use in between to maybe get it 50% better. Mm-hmm. So you might have to put a little like concealer over your melasma. It might not be hundred percent better, but it's going to be better than it was before. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this. Is there anything that we do that lasts forever at the treatment? Like everything's maintenance. Exactly. Yeah, That's I mean, the answer I want. Yeah. In, well, in dermatology, you can like remove growths and those are gone forever. Mm-hmm. Even with something like taking away amelia or oil glands, those can go away, but you can get new ones that pop up over time. Yeah. Like if you get oil glands, you like, I hate to put you in a category, you are going to get oil glands as a person. You know, like there's nothing mm. to keep it away. If you are a pigmented person, you're going to get pigment. If you are redness prone, you're going to get redness. Like you have to deal with your skin the way it is and like take care of it in, in a certain way. Yeah. It is very rare that someone is genetically blessed with like perfect skin. Yeah, it, it is rare. Fuck them. Like people, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Born with a six pack. That's not fair. Okay. <laughs> So this is uh, another um, kind of well, actually, this ties into another question. So let me uh, let me ask you this one, Erin. This is a uh, is this true or far- false? Filler will stretch out my face, and when the filler goes away, I will look deflated. I always love these enunciations when you ask these <laughs> questions. <laughs> okay, so um, no, it's not the case. Filler is not as much product as you think it is. 
in a, um, a syringe of filler, it's only a fifth of a teaspoon. So you actually need five syringes to make a teaspoon. And if you think about it, something like stretching out the face like a baby, a 10-pound baby in your stomach to stretch out your skin, that's how much you need to stretch for it to become deflated. We do not put enough filler in your face for it to look stretched out when it goes away. Mm. It actually stimulates your collagen so it can just make your face look plumper and better over time. Mm, You sold me. Sign me up. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, when I hear that, when I when people ask me that, I'm like, come on. I mean, like, what is it? Like eight syringes in a ketchup packet? Yeah, there isn't. Any. Like the volume in a syringe, I mean, it's, it's really not as much as, as people as think. You think it is. Definitely no. not enough to stretch no. your, your face out. Nope, not at all. Okay, true or false, Aaron? Pore sizes can be shrunken. Hmm. They cannot be shrunk, but they can be made to appear smaller. Think about a pore size. The size of your pores is genetic, like the size of your nose. You can't do anything to, you know, make it go away. But we can do things like exfoliate the skin to sand down the surface of the skin, so the pore get looks smaller because the opening, take, looks, the opening smaller. looks smaller. Yeah. You can remove what's clogged inside of it, so exfoliate deeper down with facials, retinols, glycolic acid. So you need to just keep them really clean and keep the surface of the skin looking as tight as possible. Microneedling is great because that can help stimulate collagen production from deeper down and essentially kind of fill in the pore from deeper down mm-hmm. and fill it into the surface to make it look smaller as well. Okay, cool. So yeah, when people who say like um, this serum shrinks your pores. No. No, it's just smoke and mirrors, yeah. right? There's yeah, nothing it, that shrinks You should your pores. use the term you know, appear smaller. And I use that. I use that term. Yeah. It, you know, I don't say like this will shrink your pore. I say it will make it appear smaller because mm-hmm. there's not a whole bunch of gunk in it. Correct. So you won't notice it as much. Correct. Okay. Is this true or false? I can get the results from a serum or cream just as good as Botox. Mm, no. Like but Botox is intended for dynamic wrinkles. So things like frown lines, forehead lines, crow's feet around the eyes. On our last episode, we talked about a before and after picture of a girl we put on an intensive skincare regimen. But on top of that, she still had to do Botox. Mm-hmm. It's not going to, they're not interchangeable. It's never going to get you the same results as Botox does. They are in the process of creating a topical Botox. Um, what? Who knows what that's going to look like, but yeah. Topical we'll Botox. You know how many people are going to go crazy off that? Gonna look frozen as hell. Yeah, but I think it might be something a medical professional still has to apply. Oh, okay. So I this kind of leads into another another question. I kind of I'm skipping around here. So facial exercises with those little stones that are all popular on the Instagram, those are uh, just as effective as Botox for relaxing my wrinkles. Mm. No, no, all these things just complement it. So I think you're talking about those like gua sha tools. Mm Those can help make your skin and your face look tighter because you're taking out the swelling, doing lymphatic drainage, mm-hmm. but you're not doing anything to strengthen the muscles or tighten the skin. You're mm-hmm. kind of just like contouring everything by like massaging it down, which I think is great. It looks good. It's just not, it's not permanent. Yeah. So no. Exactly. Okay. Do it in addition to your Botox. Yeah. It looks cool for the gram. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Very hipster. Okay. So <laughs> true or false? The higher the SPF, the better. Eh, False. Super false. So you're telling me that the 115 SPF I have is not... It's not going to protect me. I think they're going to just keep going up and up. A lot of people tell me that too. Like, I wear 60 SPF every day. I'm like, why? Like, we're just... (laughs) Why? I feel bad for those clients. They're so proud to tell you. And you're like, girl, 
Just do 35 and make sure it's physical. Yeah. That's all. Don't. It's more about ingredients. So you want physical ingredients like zinc oxide, titanium dioxide that reflect sun rays versus chemical sunscreens that filter sun rays. Yeah. Look for ingredients. Look for ingredients. Yes. Okay. True or false? Bathing in vitamin E will make my stretch marks go away. Uh, like cocoa butter on your stomach. <laughs> What's the really popular one called? I, I can for see stretch the brand. It's, it's like a it's, pregnant lady on there. Oh my it's gosh! It's like brown and orange on the the, the logo. Yes. Oh. Yeah, they don't. If they're not paying us, we're not going to drop their name. No, I'm just <laughs> well, kidding. doesn't work anyways. Yeah. I hate to break it to people, but applying like cocoa butter or baby oil or whatever on your stomach or anything when you're pregnant, it does not prevent stretch marks. What? I know. I'm never having a baby. I'm never <laughs> yeah. having a baby. Uh-uh. It's genetic. Um, it's genetic, but it's also how quickly you gain weight. So, you know, if you I, – I don't like when people say this because I, you just – just eat healthy when you're pregnant. Like, don't worry about how much – well, you should worry about how much weight you're gaining. I don't know. Like, it's like, too much pressure. Like, I remember when I was pregnant, like, stressing about, like, oh, every month they weigh you. And you're like, oh, you gained two extra pounds and you should have. You're like, bitch, I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. And I'm craving Del Taco nachos. Like, <laughs> leave me alone. Um, but – if you are to gain, say, 100 pounds during pregnancy versus 40 pounds during pregnancy, you are more likely to get more stretch marks if you gain more weight yeah. during pregnancy. But it's it's like your genetics, how quickly you gain weight. Um, yeah, it's not moisturizing. Mm. No. And, the, and vitamin E will not make your stretch marks go away either. But it, what what is a little tricky, though, is that they will show these commercials, like something like Mederma, like the scar oh, cream. Yeah. They will show you, look, here's a new scar, and 12 weeks later, we applied Moderma to it, and it looks so much better. Well, scars look better in 12 weeks anyway. So, mm-hmm. you know, you have to do maybe like an analysis where you do half the scar with a scar cream and the other half without it. So, yeah, it's a lot of just marketing. Yeah. Anything um, that I think helps scars the most are silicone patches where you put them on and leave them on. It helps reduce tension to the scar, keeps the area moisturized, keeps sun exposure off of it. That's where I would go with it. If you have a new scar, old scars, you need other stuff. Yeah, old scar, just accept it, move forward. Okay, true or false, Erin? I can skip sunscreen because it's cloudy outside. Mm, just like we were talking about being inside, just through a, a window, non-direct sunlight, sun rays do penetrate through the clouds. And a lot of times when it's colder, you forget about how much sun exposure you're getting and you're more likely to be out in the sun longer. Mm-hmm. So nope, sunscreen every day. Sunscreen all day, every day. Okay. Um, true or false? Erin, you have acne because you don't clean your skin properly. Yes and no. If you never wash your face and you have acne, that could be a, a cause of it. Mm-hmm. But just because you have acne, it, it does not mean that there's a problem with your hygiene. And I hate when people say that, like, what's wrong with your skin? Or Like, are you dirty? You're dirty because ex- you have zits. Exactly. That's it's really not sad. like that at all. So no, a, a lot of times people overcompensate when they hear that and wash their face three, four times a day. And that's mm-hmm. unhealthy for your skin too. Yeah. That doesn't, ba- that throws it out of whack mm-hmm. and it's completely imbalanced. Um, true or false? Acne goes away as you get older. Ugh. No. Not always. So there is this cycle where being a woman is it sucks. You will <laughs> you'll get acne when you're a teenager, then maybe it goes away when you're like 23, 24. Then you get pregnant and you get acne. And then mm-hmm. like your kids stress you out, so you get acne. And then you go through menopause and you get acne. So there are these ebbs and flows of acne throughout your life. So no, I've tr- treated plenty of women into their 60s with breakouts. Yeah. And a lot of it is hormonally related. So just trying to, you know, see that correlation, what's going on in your life hormonally. Are there things you can do to affect that? 
um, sometimes you can, sometimes you can't. And yeah. also it's, a, it's something to bring up to your gynecologist, your OBGYN. If you are having acne as a symptom, that can be a symptom of something going on hormonal changes. Mm, yeah. I mean, it's interesting. Like I have a twin brother, right? And Michael had pretty bad acne in high school. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember. I mean, yeah. I had acne, but nothing too. I mean, just typical teenage acne, nothing to, I mean, I think I was on different as a teenager. I remember doing all sorts of orals and topicals in high school, but it wasn't too bad. My acne got worse when I was like 27. Like yeah. Michael outgrew it, my yes. twin brother. He outgrew his acne. He never, you know, barely washed his ass. So he probably didn't wash his face. <laughs> and so um, he, he grew out of the acne. I like got worse in my acne by the time he had grown out of it. And so, um, yeah, that just goes to prove that my acne got worse the older I got. And so mm-hmm. I think some people, some some women get frustrated. Like, I do not understand. Like, I've never broken out in my yeah. life. And then all of a sudden I'm breaking out. Mm-hmm. And then I have wrinkles. And what the hell? You know, or they yeah. just get super frustrated. So. Yeah. So, nope. Just wash your face twice a day. Mm, okay. Um, drinking water with a slice of lemon as soon as I wake up will clear my skin. Is that true or false? It's it's false. I mean, I think you should drink a lot of water and stay hydrated. I like lemon water, but it, it does not affect your acne. No. So, no. Nope. Okay. It's <laughs> as so easy as that. Uh, yeah. Like, you know, drinking water is great for overall health, but it's kind of a small part of the picture when it comes to your skin. Yes. <laughs> you yes. know, um, protecting your skin with sunscreen and using a proper regimen, that is what's vital. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you can have your cute little lemon water. Um, okay. So true or false, chemicals are bad for the skin. If I can't pronounce it, I shouldn't be using it. Uh, No, I mean, it's not totally true. Like I think in general, I think we all want to try to live like a clean lifestyle about having less quote unquote chemicals in our lifestyle. A lot of people will come to me like, I only want something natural. This Mm -hmm. is like my derm days. Like I only want a natural treatment. I was like, okay, well um, we can use arsenic because that's all natural. And they're like, well, arsenic's bad for you. I'm like, oh yeah, there you go. So like- (laughs) you smarty pants uh, of course like there are natural things that are not good for you and on the flip side there are synthetic things that are good for you so it's just trying to weave in and out on like what do you need what don't you need so no i mean i think it, yes we we want to stay as clean as possible but at the same time you should not expect rubbing an orange on your face to give you the same results as like a medical grade L-ascorbic acid, vitamin C. So just having realistic expectations with it. Yeah, totally. Because natural, it's very much a buzzword. You yes. know, it's it sounds it's very in and it sounds good. But the truth is, is that, you know, the natural products, like you said, an orange peel on the face yeah. are not going to deliver the protection of a stabilized vitamin C no. serum created by our little scientist in the lab. Yes. No, marketing. <laughs> we were cleaning out our cupboard the other day and my husband pulled up this bag and it was like a bag of like Twizzlers. And on the front, it says a low fat food in like a green sticker. Like yeah. it's supposed to be healthy for you. Yeah. So it's just like, it's tough because there's so much marketing out there. Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't know. It's just gross. But yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So look for, you know, yeah. Like all being all natural, like preservative free in your salad dressing, dope, you know, like make mm-hmm. your own rather than buying, yeah. yes. you know, Hidden Valley. But, um, you know, when it comes to skincare, look for medical grade products because they have pharmaceutical grade ingredients and that's going to change and correct mm-hmm. yes. and improve. Yes. So all the stuff we carry is medical grade, all of it. For this, for the face, we do have some, you know, cool body scrubs and stuff like that that are sugar and whatnot that are naturally based, but that's for the bod. Mm-hmm. For the face, it's a it's a different different thing. Mm-hmm. So, 
you know, and there's no, I don't think there's any concrete evidence that like preservatives and skincare are harmful. If anything, without preservatives, skincare and the other cosmetics are more susceptible for like nasty things to grow in it mm-hmm. or to like expire, like mold, yeast, you know, like you need the stabilization in a vitamin C serum for it to be effective. Yes. So it needs some preservatives. It, need, it needs something. Our dose does not have preservatives in it, but you have to use it within three months. Mm -hmm. So it's something where if maybe if you're going for the all natural route or more natural, look into doing like a dose skinceutical serum. Yeah, exactly. And pay attention to that expiration date. Yep. Okay. True or false? Eating chocolate or pizza will cause oilier skin. Pizza will only cause oilier skin if you rub it on your face. Like it doesn't (laughs) – what you eat is not related to your oil production. However – it's so foods don't directly cause acne, but if you eat unhealthy foods that cause you to be overweight or obese, the visceral fat on your body can cause issues in your skin. Mm. So it's 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 like that indirect correlation with it. So yes, you still want to eat really healthy if you are suffering with acne. I mean, I think modifying your diet is never a bad thing, but I would never tell someone like go on the whole 30 diet and your acne is totally going to clear up. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's something that you can add to it, but it's, not, it's something that for most people does not work independently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if someone comes and tells me like, I did this diet and all my acne cleared up, I'd be like, that's awesome. Like more power to you, but it hasn't been proven consistently study after study. But mm. that's it. Yeah. So do you have any other myths that you've heard over the years that you have to like, like a broken record explain? I mean, now that I do injectables, it's mostly like, I don't want to look fake or phony, but then they show me an Instagram picture of like five syringes in a lip. I'm like, okay, well, like, what do you want? I think people's perception of how things look nowadays is, is twisted because of social media. Mm -hmm. Like people think what is to uh, on, on a, a normal scale is a very extra large lip is like normal on social media. So everyone thinks it is normal. So I think it's just demystifying what a face actually looks like, what skin actually looks like, what body types actually look like. Like mm-hmm. like you said earlier in our last episode, people aren't showing their like normalcies or crappiness. They're showing them when they're looking at their best and their cutest outfit, their hair totally done. Oh, yeah. So there's just – yeah, just that. Yeah, just the myth that, you know, like some before and afters, you know, there's some smoke and mirrors, but also – what you see in a picture after is is very different than what you see moving, mm-hmm. what you see animated. And I wish that more injectors would show that. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't necessarily show video of people moving, but sometimes I feel like uh, maybe like a little defensive. Like if some random ass person who doesn't follow us, but like follows the hashtag is like, her, her lip looks fucking thin. Like mm-hmm. her lip is whack. It's still thin. Where I want to be like, Hold me back, Aaron, because guess what? This chick looks natural when she talks. How? What do you have to say about the rest of those injectors who have the fucking doll lips, the Russian doll lips? A- ask that bitch to talk. How does she look when she moves her mouth? Yes. It's completely distracting. Yes, yes. So it's just kind of a shift in how people, like you said, there are so many girls on the internet that all look alike. All look alike. Yes. All, like they wear almost like the same lip color. And, Do you um, ever look at some? I look at some celebrities, and I think it's someone else. Yeah, I'm like they look exactly the same. Yep, I look at <laughs> I look at like these like famous makeup artists that are. Then I'm like, wait, is that the like hair high girl? cheek, pointy chin, big lashes, like like medium large lips? 
Like yeah. the same colored lipstick. I don't know. Just like. Yeah. But then again, I'm not, you know, I also am a big proponent of people feeling good about themselves and the skin mm-hmm. they're in. Yeah, of course. Like I'm, I, you know, however you want to dress, whatever you want to do, I'm all about that. I just more than ever, like really love how, <laughs> and as soon as I say this, people are going to be like, Megan, you look like every other white girl. <laughs> like you look like all white girls, but no, I think I look different because I don't have a little Tinkerbell nose yes. and I don't have um, you know, like little tattooed freckles and I don't have little fake lashes. I have and, and no shade to fake lashes because we have a lot of lash uh, girls, but um, I'm just kind of like, yeah, my nose is a little, you know, my nose looks this way, my this, and it's just feels, it feels good to know that like I, I look a little different in a good way, yeah. you know, and that at the treatment, mm-hmm. we like to maintain that, like not make anybody be like, whoa, what happened to her? No, just very natural. Yeah. One other myth I can think of is that I will have patients come to me and tell me, oh, the last person I went to, they bruised me so bad. It was so awful. Like, that's not a sign of bad work. Like, you're going to you, you're gonna get bruised and swollen from this stuff. So mm-hmm. You tell them that though, right? You're oh, not yeah. like, oh, damn, she must have been whacked. No, I never do. And then they'll also tell me like, oh, my gosh, last time they did, my eyebrows got way too high. I was like, well, you know, that can happen sometimes. It's easily nice. fixable. Mm-hmm. So, no, there's rarely people like I will like throw shade to. I mean, I had this one case where this patient just got totally misdiagnosed and it was like atrocious care. And so, but she was so nice and kind. She kept going back to this person. Mm. And so I was like, that's when I was like, you need to stop. Like that, that, that there's something went wrong there. Like you, you cannot go to that. Per- like you should not go to that person anymore. Let me send you out to someone else. So it's only if it's very negligent, but if you have, say someone gave you a little bit uneven lips, uh, one eyebrow got higher than the next, you got really bad bruising. All those things are very normal in this. And it can happen to any injector. Mm-hmm. You have some, and sometimes I do that. I'll inject lips, and once I got a little fuller after the swelling went down, come back. I'll put a little bit more on the other side. Yeah. If you want eyebrows higher? I put a little bit more in. Like, but it's also, all good. like, whose eyebrow? Who has eyebrows that are completely symmetrical? Nobody. Like, yeah. I don't. Like, when people are like, her eyebrows a little higher than the left. I'm like, oh, are yours perfectly aligned? <laughs> exactly. Can right? we fold your face in half and you're completely symmetrical like Angelina Jolie? No, because Angelina Jolie is a unicorn. <laughs> she so, is. yes, my one eye, I like that one of my eyebrows is higher than the other. Yeah, it makes it. Gives yeah. me Cruella vibes. But, yeah, it's a myth that, like, if an injector made you bruise like crazy, that they're a bad injector. Exactly. Yes. Because you, yeah, you busted some chicks up. <laughs> I have. I've seen it's some just... women that are like, whoa, <laughs> did you get jumped? And they're like, no, Aaron just put five syringes no, in me. No, I know. I'll, okay, not as bad anymore because everyone's wearing masks like, to cover it. Nobody's complaining of their bruising. But before people would come back and be like, oh my gosh, I have two black eyes. I'm like, yeah. I remember I went over that in detail that I chose I like, love happen. That about you. And like, she's like, And she's like, I, I, I know, I know. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Here's some derma. That's what Dermablend creator drops are for, you guys. You build that with exactly. some banana powder. Yeah. You could cover up tattoos straight up. So, um, so yeah, you guys, thanks so much for listening to our debunking the skin myths. Those we, are good. Yeah, we hope you guys learned something. And uh, make sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to our podcast. Make sure to rate us. And we are also on Spotify. And tell all your friends. Please. Thank please you, guys. Do. See you next week. Bye. Bye.